question, Billy. Sure. Um, just actually, hold, no, I'm going to have to wait to say this because you have to introduce the show at some point. So I'll hold off on the joke that I'm going to make and I'll say it in like two minutes. So you're prepping. Uh, how are you doing? Wait, no, 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 you can't just come in and be like, I've got a joke that I've planned on. And now you just have to wait. Well, I was for ready. It. I was ready to jump right into what we were going to talk about this week, and I was going to say, Billy, I have a question. Okay. Yes. What is the question? <laughs> Am I not supposed to say Count this? One, two, three. What would you do with ninety-six G? That was stuck in my head this morning too. I haven't even listened to the soundtrack yeah, in a it's... week, and it's been stuck in my head for a week and a half. That's the only part of that song that I keep singing. Count one, two, three. What would you do with 96G? Man, it was so good. Um, you know what? Here we go. Here we go. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to The Poptimist, a pop culture breakdown show focused on optimism. Uh, I'm your host, Billy, and over there is my sister and co-host. Who's that? Dagny. That's me. Hey, Dagny. What's up? Billy. Um, uh, Not much. We both watched In the Heights. We both. Can you watched tell I'm excited Heights. to talk about this we movie? We both watched, and uh, for me, that was the first movie I saw back in theaters since we saw Birds of Prey in early March 2020. So that's exciting. Um, yes, we went to the Alamo Draft House in downtown Los Angeles. We had a pizza with nachos on it that sounded gross and was delicious. Um, and then I had Alamo a boozy. Draft House is great. If they want to promote us, <laughs> yeah. Can we be sponsored by Alamo Draft House? Honestly, I might send an email. Honestly, they're I my favorite them. movie theater on the planet. Um, if yeah, anyone doesn't know about uh, Alamo Drafthouse, yes, they serve booze. Yes, they serve food. But the reason you go is because they have a strict no talking, no texting policy. If you talk in the theater, you get one warning. If you talk again, you get kicked out without a refund. Same with texting. They're not joking around. You pull out your phone, you're kicked out. You don't get your money back. Bless Alamo <laughs> Drafthouse. Um, it's great. No, so uh, uh, um, I've been singing everyone's yeah. names as Vanessa. But I'll just be like, someone will come into work and I'll be like, and what's your name? And they're like, it's Maria. And I'm like, Maria. Um, I'm sure they love that. So I did. I did love the In the Heights movie adaptation. Yeah, I have. I have no problems with it. I smiled the whole time, except for when I cried. Um, And so you got to say the. Yeah, I went in blind because I don't know the show really at all. Um, I know about the the lottery bits, and then I knew, uh, look at the fireworks. I knew that song, the opening song in 96,000, and that's about it. Um, yeah, and one of my favorite parts was uh, the, like, graphics that they did before 96,000, the, like, hand graphics, yeah. but that was super cool. The directing was just incredible. There was a lot of choices. Uh, there, yeah. there were very few choices I didn't like, so I actually went into this movie nervous, because it is the boyfriend's favorite musical. It's like, yeah. it's like on, that's the show. And he keeps joking. He's like, and I'll never direct it. I'll never be in it. I'll just love it from afar. Mm-hmm. Um, and when the first trailer came out, and this is a minor spoiler, not really. In the, the trailer, there's all these shots of Usnavi sitting on a beach talking to children. Like mm-hmm. he went to like, and that does not happen in Broadway. And actually it kind of goes against the plot of the Broadway musical. And so the first trailer came out and the boyfriend was like, what are they doing? What have they done? What did they change? <laughs> How dare they? And so there's a part of me that was like, as much as I was excited for the movie, I was just like, I hope he likes it. He loved it. As I told him. As soon him, as he said that he loved it, I was like, your boyfriend is the most critical person in the world of any piece of art. And uh, yeah, I I was like, if he loves it, it's going to be great. And it was. Well, and full on, as uh, I was correct, the whole, like the weeks leading up to it, I was like, it's a framing device. It's not real. 
that's just what they're also, using. Also, don't spoil it because I did not know the ending. Yeah, I know, um, I know. But it's like, it was a yeah. weird choice. And honestly, that was his only note after it was over was he felt you didn't need any of that even in this version. You didn't need... Yeah, uh, I still liked it. Yeah. I thought it was very cute. Yeah, well, and a lot of the times, the lines that he says on stage directly to the audience, he just said at the like beach scene. Like, cause so he, yeah, he was talking like to the audience and so it worked, but I, I mean, I didn't think it was necessary, but yeah, there's a lot of changes that all worked narratively mm. and worked, um, and probably five or six songs that were cut. Cause we realized if they were all there, it'd be three, three and a half hour long movie, which I would love yeah. to see, but I don't think everyone, I don't think everyone would. Yeah. If that. there was like a director's cut with every song in it, I would absolutely watch it. Yeah. Cause they, they did yeah, a lot of was... really, really clever stuff things like um the dancing on the side of the building was beautiful i love so that. that's that's the all of the group numbers the group numbers all yeah, of the so dancing good. was phenomenal so the dancing on the side of the building yeah. basically benny and nina have a song that opens act two called sunrise and then towards okay. the end of the show they sing when the sun goes down and they cut sunrise because it didn't work mm. with the pacing and honestly with the story they were telling about benny and nina they didn't really need it um, yeah. And so the version of when the sun goes down in the movie, the dance break is an instrumental version of sunrise and they managed to mash the two songs together <laughs> for the cute. movie. And it's really cool. Um, yeah. That was one of my favorite parts too. I, um, I loved, Oh, this is cool. <laughs> the Hamilton cameo was very, the, the Hamilton, whole music. That was, that was stupid. <laughs> that was the boyfriend side eyed me. He literally was like, and I didn't catch it, but if, if, if no, you, when you go to see the movie, good. when Jimmy Smith's calls the college and he gets put on hold, the hold music is you'll be back from Hamilton. And that's the stupidest <laughs> little Easter egg. And I chuckled. I was like, great. I thought it was great. Everybody in the audience. I think everybody in the theater that I was in w was a big musical theater part, like fan because they were all on board the whole time. We had a, it that's was fun. So good. Yeah. There were, I mean, we yeah. went to a 2 PM showing cause I don't know, we're elderly and it just worked for us. <laughs> um, but yeah, the people in my theater were hyped for it. Um, I was trying not to dance yeah. for every song, but I know the music. I mean, it's, uh, um, uh, if you haven't seen it and you love the Broadway show, just know that there are plenty of differences. There's also plenty of things that are the same, but all of the mm -hmm. differences work to serve the narrative they're telling with the movie. And it's great. And I yeah. didn't, I didn't mind any single one of the changes at all. Um, yeah. I wanted I just, to, I wanted to, they, it was, it was cheesy when it needed to be cheesy and it, it was self-aware when it needed to be. And it was, yeah, I just, and I loved that where intermission comes, he, Anthony Ramos was like, should we take a break? And they're like, no, keep going. Yeah, and it was like, it was like, that was a great was tongue in cheek. We should have an intermission right now, but don't worry. We cut 35 minutes from act two. So it's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. At least 35 minutes um, from act two. So the fun, here's some fun trivia. I just trivia. have to say, oh, Anthony Ramos, really quick. Yeah. Is, is it Ramos or Ramos? I think Ram it's, I, Ram I, you know what? I was going to answer confidently, but now that you've questioned it, I have no idea. It's okay. That man's going to be a superstar. He already is so, so good. But damn, does he give a good performance. I, everybody in it gives a really good performance. Yeah. But damn, he's so talented. So I already liked Corey Hawkins because of a couple things he's done, but mostly straight out of Compton. But now after In the Heights, I have a full-on crush oh, on so Corey, Hopkin, or Corey Hawkins. Um, Benny might have been the best character. I am obsessed with him. <laughs> Other than Usnavi. And then I want to talk very quickly about... Oh, I don't want to screw up her name. Um... Oh my gosh, why is this out of order? Why do they have the people with the highest billing shoved to the bottom of this list? Melissa Barrera, who played Vanessa. 
is She's great. a superstar. So the boyfriend watched all of the Amazon series Vita and uh, she's in Vita and she's great in that. So I, w- I was excited for her okay. going in, but I thought she murdered this role and I thought she was so. Great. Oh, everybody did. But yes, yeah, she was great. Um, uh, 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 Olga, yeah. Olga Merides, who plays Abuela Claudia, um, originated Abuela on mm-hmm. Broadway, which I uh, uh, didn't click until after the movie. I was like, her voice sounds really similar to the Broadway soundtrack. It's the same actress. Bill. <laughs> Um, and then I felt really stupid, but, um, um, one of my favorite actresses in the film version was the actress who played Daniela, the, who owns the nail salon. And that's, um, Daphne Rubin Vega. And I spent the whole movie going, who is she? I know I know her from something. It's driving me nuts. She is the original Mimi from Rent on Broadway. Yes. Yes. Um, and she's great. Phenomenal casting across the board. Um, Mm -hmm. can we talk about the, the one line? It wasn't enough. The one line we got from Valentina. Oh, I didn't even realize Valentino was going to be in it. And yep. I was like, John, that's the from the Miss Congeniality roast. And he was like, oh, right. I remember. <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I wish we got more. Ranting about In the Heights for our plenty of time now. But honestly, it's um, they did a very good job with it. And um, I'm very pleased I do, with it. Go ahead. I actually, really quick before we bring in our guest, which I'm very excited to have him today, but I do want to say my one true passion of pop culture that I got back on board with this week, and I cannot, not I'm not being sarcastic in this in saying this, that everybody, or no, Lego Masters is the greatest show to ever be made. <laughs> what? That's Lego I think- Masters. I did not expect this. I watched all of season one. It It's the dumbest show it's incredible everybody should absolutely watch Wait, it this is that lego show they have to be- who hosts this will arnett and he's amazing he gets to do whatever the hell he wants he's so funny he just improvises they build bricks they build bricks they build <laughs> lego for you like 12 to 14 hour spans with no bricks like they just build so they're all sleep deprived whenever somebody goes home everybody cries because they're all just really tired oh my God. and will arnett just gets to riff the whole time and that's what i actually wanted to bring in today but we don't have to linger on it season two is out now everybody should absolutely watch it it's dumb fun People are very passionate about their Lego and also Legos is not a word. It's just Lego. Um, Lego is plural. Yes. So like when people say Legos, they call them out on the show. Uh, So yeah, it's just Lego. Well, everybody should watch Lego Masters. It's amazing. I I just wanted to briefly mention too, because we're right in the middle of it and it's super mainstream. I don't need to recommend this. Everyone who wants to watch it is already watching it. But um, Loki on Disney Plus is everything I wanted it to be. Um, mostly also Owen Wilson is there and that just makes me happy, but I'm really, really excited about the rest of the season for Loki. I think it's, it's, it's exactly the kind of time travel mishap adventure that I was hoping for. Awesome. So there you go, people in the Heights. I take my coffee. Most importantly, I I take my coffee. All right. Yep. Oh boy. All right, Billy, do you want to bring in our guest? I you, do. You're welcome to. I yeah. Do. Uh, uh, this guest is a person I've, uh, I, I got to meet one time at the beginning of the pandemic, masks and all. And now here's a great <laughs> excuse to get to meet for real, even better. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gender nonconforming people of all ages, please welcome <laughs> to the show writer and comedian Joe Rumrill. Lasers, lasers. Look at all the lasers. Oh my gosh. Wow. Really, really do it up. Fog machines. No one sees it, but we just want it to really feel extravagant. (laughs) And yes, I I did. I met you one time. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, And also, that reminds me, happy Father's Day, because I also met your parents. You totally uh, did. How wild. How wild. Just like. Your girlfriend was time, like, yeah, this is my them. friend yeah. Dagny, this is yeah. her brother Billy, and here's their mom and dad. Everyone, welcome. Yeah. 
Wow. So not not to brag, but I have I uh, not to name McCartney's. drop, but I met both the McCartneys. <laughs> <laughs> not to brag, um, yeah, and yeah, and also just to just a little postscript, Lego Masters, uh, totally hauls ass. <laughs> okay, great. I'm you also watch it. It is so yeah. good. It's actually driving me insane because someone recommended this show to me, maybe to us, maybe on an episode of Poptimist. Am I insane? I think you're insane. I've recommended the show to you multiple times. Somebody, we, <laughs> oh. Maybe John talked about it because he's very passionate about the show, if not more passionate oh, than I am. I fully um, believe that you recommended it to me and then I immediately was like, nope. Forgot it. Yeah, rushed on right someone off. else. <laughs> I can't believe you wouldn't you wouldn't be hanging on every word about this uh, about this network Lego show. It's so good. <laughs> well, that's what's it's wild, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's Fox. It's like not even yeah. like a. I, that's no, someone told me too. They were like, "It's a network show, but it's good." Can you believe we've gotten <laughs> to that point as a society? We're like, "It's <laughs> on CBS." But it is. It's so good. It, it fills the void of. Um, Something like a uh, great British baking show, I feel like, in mm-hmm. terms of uh, okay. like um, sweet competition based uh, yeah, yeah. television. Because they're all rooting for each other to an extent. I and, could yeah. I could use yeah. that because cause the boyfriend has started rewatching a show that he loved. Um, and that show is Hell's Kitchen and they are not nice to each other. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> It's it's a problem when I'm like no, I feel like you gotta Gordon, go to Heaven's Kitchen. For Heaven's that. Kitchen. I feel, it's like there's some sort of like I feel like Gordon Ramsay's the nice one in the group, and that's not great. That's not great for the guys. <laughs> no, Lego Masters is Billy. If, honestly, you liked uh, Blown Away. You talked about it at one point. It yeah, kind of has a similar vibe because they're all like, "You're such a great artist. You're doing so great. I want to win, but like you're really talented too." <laughs> Blown, and, blown away is great yeah in season two of blown away there was a guy that was really arrogant and he was kind of like he was older than he was you know a little bit older and he was like i'm really good at this mm-hmm. and he was really good at this but he was very closed off emotionally and very stiff and i yeah. liked there was something about him i liked but the boyfriend was like no he's just an asshole and then yeah, finally like at like him. episode six he was like oh yeah my my father passed away six days before i came to start filming and I was like, yeah, look, boyfriend, was I was right. <laughs> I was correct. He is he is going through some shit, and it's amazing that he's still doing the show. But yeah, yeah, yeah. get right. I like Billy Blown goes away. for the grouches. He goes for the grumps. Well, yep, the, yep, the grump yep. the grump won season one, and she was exceptional. I loved her from she, the beginning. Edna Mode, but she's more yeah, yeah, Edna Mode if she was more angry and somehow a little gayer. I don't know how that's possible. Yeah. And just the biggest feminist to ever exist. Oh, she was great. Yeah, I actually, um, I hopefully yeah. he doesn't, he's not listening. I one day want to buy the boyfriend some of her potatoes. She oh, makes, yeah. She makes like glass potatoes and they're like ugly and sometimes they have like spuds growing on them. And I was like, I want those glass potatoes. It was potatoes. perfect for the challenge, yeah. Oh, that sounds lovely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wow. I could talk about Blown Away and Lego Masters for uh, at least two hours. I but... didn't know you'd even watched Blown Away. I know we got to talk about Joe's thing, but I, I didn't even know you'd went ahead and watched oh, it after I talked it. about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe, we're just going to talk for an hour and then we'll be like, okay, and that's it. Um, uh, oh, yeah, Billy. So just so you know, I watched Blown Away after... After you recommended it to me because I'm a good sister and I respect your opinions and I'm like he said it's good I'll check it mm. out meanwhile I recommended Lego Masters to you last year and you still haven't watched it so 
Um, speaking of, I knew I was stepping into some family drama when I signed into this Zencast. <laughs> well, speaking of which, Dagny, I just read an article talking about the casting for the sixth season of um, The Expanse. Have you watched The um, The Expanse? Oh my god, I will watch The Expanse. Can I, sorry, we're jumping all over the place. Just before <laughs> we jump in, I saw on Twitter an article heading for the movie Luca. Uh, and <laughs> if I haven't seen Luca, but they're mermaids. And the article head was... Luca, calamari by your name. <laughs> I thought it was <laughs> incredible. I mean, I've, I mean, it is in I Italy. I just before we started. A little bit gay, and I'm actually going to watch it. And if it does that Disney queer baity thing, I am mm-hmm. going to love it. But I'm also going to scream about it. Yeah. So, but uh, I can't wait. I do plan to watch it soon. Calamari by your name, calamari. So it's so funny. What is right, it with well, Hollywood and being like the gays are in Italy? All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. But apparently, Hollywood <laughs> thinks all the gays go to Italy. Which, honestly, um, I should go to Italy. Yeah. Go with again. or without the boyfriend, you know? Yeah, you Whoa. can be gay there with or without him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll just bring some peaches. It'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> Joe, thank you for putting up yes. with that. Welcome, hi. No, it was a joy. <laughs> yeah, I love that like first ten minutes of a podcast where you're where you're the guest and it's like I'm not I can't talk I can't talk I'm a little a little stinker in the corner like rubbing my hands together like ooh it's gonna be my time soon. A hundred percent. Uh, two episodes oh, ago we had a guest who just couldn't contain herself and she got into the chat and was just like typing oh. opinions i shout out to fun. kate i love her so much <laughs> yeah that was good stuff um so yeah joe, let's do it yeah let's, do, here, let's see what joe brought here on the poptimist what we like to do is we have our guests bring in something from pop culture that they love that is either lesser known or um disliked actively disliked by the community at large or just you know uh obscure and then we talk about why they like it. And Joe, we would love to hear what you've brought for us today. Okay. I, I was really, I was racking my brain. I came up with a few different things and I had definitely ran them by uh, Rachel. And uh, uh, there was a couple where she was like, no, that won't fit at all. And, uh, and then there was this one. And I was like, well, what about this? And she was like, that's the one. <laughs> and what I would love to talk to Dagny and Billy McCartney about today is the grand tradition of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> yes! Yes! This yes. is our first parade. Exciting, exciting. Wow. You haven't gotten many? I mean, no. this is like the one. You know, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm, I'm do, we're doing the big obvious one first, and I bet you this will be a gateway <laughs> to a lot of different parade-based episodes for Pop A hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think we're going to change our whole brand after this to just be about hot takes on parades. <laughs> um, oh, that's yeah. exciting. I, I love familiar, this. You guys are familiar with this particular parade? Yes. Never heard of it. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> um, but I do, wait, so this is going to be a dumb question. Macy's, it's Thanksgiving, right? You just said that. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah. What's the Christmas parade? I don't think there is a Christmas parade because yeah. when I Google what? Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade so that I have links to click on while we're talking, it says <laughs> right here, ending theme, Santa Claus arrives to the parade. So I assume he's yeah. the end. We don't need to do Christmas. 
Got it, spo- got it, got it. Quite the spoiler right off the bat. I'm so sorry, yeah. everyone. Santa yeah. is, is is the big finish. And it, yeah. it, it, it kind of ushers in the uh, the holiday season. Honestly, I That's love the, 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 the solidification of the American tradition of Thanksgiving is really just Christmas light. And we're yep. just... <laughs> <laughs> it's a preamble, an appetizer. <laughs> All right, well, Joe, I'm just going to I'm going to say why do you love the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or why do you think it is important to society? I think it's <laughs> it's important to society. Oh, wow, I've never I've never been asked that point blank, but this is We're getting this, deep I, I in do, this episode. <laughs> I do think it is important to the society because it is this, you know, this won't be eloquent by any means, but it's this big weird thing that mm-hmm. happens every year. And uh, without fail, and it's like everybody takes it super seriously, and it's this big amalgamation of all these different, like all like all the different uh, like aspects of pop culture is just like, yeah, this mm-hmm. goes in the parade, that goes in the parade. We're gonna have marching bands and the Pink Panther and like a <laughs> Broadway musical, and it all just goes in. And, uh, <laughs> I forget that they it, have Broadway musicals too. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part. And it all happens in front of your very eyes, which I feel like is important in this day and age of just you know not to get grumpy right off the bat of just like everything cgi or green screen and this is like nope it's all happening in the heart of new york and it it's it goes on uh and you can watch it every single year most likely with your family wow i know you used to live in new york and now you accidentally live in los angeles Whoops, that happened. You stumbled into a new city. Uh, yeah. You took a flight and you said, I guess I'm staying forever. Uh-huh. Um, but were you, were you able, ever lucky enough to attend the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade live? No, Dagny, because I'll tell you this straight up. I'm holding out to be in that parade. Oh. Yes. Yes. That's what, okay. I, that's what okay. I want to do. In I what capacity? Perform, I want to perform my type five. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> you know Maybe what? Same. Under- Why not? Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's a that's a, been a quest of mine uh, since since starting comedy. That's my uh, that's my, <laughs> that's my letterman or whatever. That's my Conan. <laughs> uh, you guys should yeah. create a stand up float, and you just get a bunch of comedians, and yes. every five minutes rotate I mean, through. Everybody hears I, a snippet of your set. Yeah, I think it, that's great. What a dream scenario! Yeah, why not? Why <laughs> only, not us? Only if Dagny, this only works as long as the 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 audio is not connected to the television feed, so that everyone there live gets to hear the stand up. But everyone watching at home, it's just us mouthing words, and the yeah. commentators being like, "Oh, and here's Joe Rumrill on the comedians' right. float. He just made just a joke like about uh, airplane food, and just <laughs> no one at home can hear it." <laughs> I think that would be a great addition. Well, uh, as far as like the the format we have of mm-hmm. the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade currently, what is your favorite part of that parade? Balloons, big Balloons. time. I was yes. even in yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in preparation for this. I was watching. I really, I, you know, I love. I feel like I've I pretty much watched it every year, either as a casual observer or a now avowed devotee for <laughs> for who knows what reason. <laughs> But uh, was watching like a, an old one just to like get a sense of like, okay, this is what I'm going to be talking about. And truly mm-hmm. watching, watching like a giant big bird round the corner of Herald Square, it was like, honestly, emotional for me. It was like, <laughs> wow, this is, 
so it's such a cool thing that this yeah, happens it and it's so big and like everyone's smiling and it's it's so corny but like yes. who cares it's yeah. i love it i love it so much but definitely giant balloons <laughs> i know I, go ahead i Becky. know oh sorry i just joe as a person that i have met a couple times in person <laughs> but yes. heard a lot about and uh seen social media presence wise i know that yeah. you are a big fan of cartoons um yes did this did the love of cartoons come before the love of the thanksgiving day parade or did you like see these balloons as a kid and you're like oh i gotta <laughs> be more into this no i think definitely definitely loving the source material first and then the idea of the i have a vivid memory of like being three or four and like coming into my parents bedroom and they, their tv they had it on and it was just like there's Bugs Bunny and there's Kermit and there's Snoopy. And these are all of my favorite things. And they're all like together. <laughs> that never, ever happens. It's like you got who framed Roger Rabbit yep. and that, and that weird, like anti-drug PSA video. Do you guys know that one where it's I, like all, it's like the Muppet babies and like the chipmunks. And, yes, never mind. Yes. Someone, no, else will bring, yes. <laughs> someone else will bring that one in for, yeah, uh, for an anti-drug episode. PSA. We'll talk about it for yeah. an hour. Yes. A hundred percent. And and then other than that, it's just like all of these different, um, you know, properties exist in their own worlds and you never get to see them collide. And uh, on Thanksgiving Day, you get to. And then also later you get to have a pie. <laughs> so it's, yes. It's day pretty sick day in my book i really i really (laughs) love the the like intellectual properties that are clearly just there for marketing like snoopy's gonna be there every year like you have to have snoopy Mm -hmm. but i was just scrolling through paper (laughs) through pictures and i was shocked Uh to see a giant balloon of the boss baby Um, i'm like (laughs) that feels special just and i like to imagine alec baldwin is like walking with a microphone making it talk but yeah, I just I remember one year they had, had uh, an Ask Jeeves balloon. It was, yeah. just, it was just there. And it's it's like that's that's sickening and also very cool. It's rare yeah. that I feel like that that both of those emotions can be stirred yeah. within you. I see Ask a lot Jeeves, of Olaf the peak balloons. Of pop culture. Yes, I see mm-hmm. a lot of Olaf balloons. And this is crazy, mm-hmm. but I actually think we've entered the period now where Pikachu and SpongeBob are both like classic and timeless. Who thought that yes. would happen? But Pikachu is going to be an- iconic forever. Yeah. yeah. That's another aspect that I find so weird about my uh, like w- willingness to watch it year after year after year because I am so far removed from so much of the pop culture that I feel like they're putting up. Like I have no, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm aware of Olaf and I'm aware of the Boss Baby, but I have no, there's, <laughs> I have no uh, love for them whatsoever, but I still, I still yet again, year after year, watch this, uh, fill my, fill my eye holes with this. Yeah. That's well, how you keep up with pop culture. Here the new uh, every year. Yeah, <laughs> diary like, oh, of that's a, a character I should know. Diary of a wimpy kid balloon. Oh, mm-hmm. he's a little scary, actually. <laughs> he's a little terrifying. Uh, uh, yeah. A pop Paw Patrol balloon. Although Paw Patrol's getting a movie, so basically they're mainstream now. Everyone should know Paw Patrol, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so, sometimes they'll do the opposite though, where they'll have like a contemporary artist to design a balloon too, or Ooh. you know, someone like Tim Burton designs an original one or a oh, Keith Haring cool. balloon or something like that, where it's like, what? How is this coexisting with this? Uh, <laughs> Com- like like gross commercial <laughs> entity. yeah <laughs> so what do you so what do you know about like um the origins of the macy's thanksgiving day parade uh i mean i know it was i think it was started in the 20s right let me see I know at what 1924 at one point, yes 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 
And at one point they had like live animals in it. I think they were like taking uh, like animals from the zoo and they were just like, we're going to bring along this bear. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds so 1920s, 1930s. I know. It's so We're going to walk a tiger down the street. One of those bears bears is going to maul the Marx Brothers or something. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, and the, the... I assume I don't know if like balloons were like uh, from the beginning. I wonder if the I wonder yeah. if it was I wonder if it was at one point just like oh, the the novelty of, of of truly just like a marching band coming down the street that yeah. was probably good enough for the twenties. <laughs> yeah, they were good. just Ten like parade. just like Macy's employees, just like come yeah, yeah. on in, we've got things on sale. Right. Come on in! <laughs> wow, mom, it's the guy from the shoe department. <laughs> Even in the 20s, they're like, we've got wooden escalators. That'll be a big deal mm-hmm. in 2020. We've got wooden escalators. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot so, about the wooden escalators. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the, 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 New York. Yeah, because <laughs> that's like a big deal is, is one of the Macy's still has the original wooden escalators and they still function yep. today. And that is cool as hell. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, until a fire I, starts. Until a fire starts. And then it's like, please use the regular <laughs> stairs, please. This is right. extra dangerous. <laughs> we usually don't want you to use the metal escalators in a fire. And this is really bad. Right. <laughs> You know, when you said the Macy's, I want to know if you guys both have this memory. When you said the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, I immediately thought of the Barney balloon disaster. Yes. (laughs) Okay, good. Okay, good. Um, There's a triumph for bad kids everywhere. (laughs) Finally. Barney's downfall. (laughs) So Macy's Barney... We all know. We all know. If you haven't seen this video, if you're listening at home, it was 1997. And if you type in Macy's Barney Balloon, the first video that comes up is a YouTube video called Thanksgiving 97, the day Barney <laughs> was killed. <laughs> um, uh, but long story short, the 1997 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was very windy. Mm-hmm. And if you watch, the best part about it is actually before the Barney balloon pops, when all the Barneys, when all the people dressed in purple holding onto the Barney's balloon are like worried for their lives. Cause like one woman like gets lifted like two feet in the air before coming back down. She's like, won't let go of the rope. And then eventually the balloons rip the whole thing or the wind rips it in half. And then Barney <laughs> splits and then they have to pull the pieces of Barney down and fold it up, grab handles of it, and then run off the street and hope no one caught the whole thing on camera and broadcast it to <laughs> yeah. America. And that's the thing about the parade, too. It's that, like, just like you said, there's an element of danger to the whole <laughs> yes. thing. So much can go wrong. There's so many, uh, there's so many balloons that could pop. There's so many, mm-hmm. like, there's always, like, microphone malfunctions and, like, yes. There's so much lip syncing. I feel like, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a disaster waiting to happen, but they go through with it every <laughs> single year. <laughs> did they uh, did they do it last year? Was there a 2020? Yeah, okay, yeah, there was. Yeah, just it, with no crowd. No yeah. crowd. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, how how weird would that be? Can you imagine just like a giant <laughs> Snoopy coming around the corner uh-huh. and then just like em- like just wind sounds like everyone just right. like. <laughs> It's a tree fallen in the forest with no one around to, to see it. We don't know if it really happened. We oh didn't have. God. Is it Al Broker who tends to. Al Roker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Al, Al Roker. Roker Did you say Al Broker? Yeah. I love that. That's his evil twin. <laughs> Al Broker. He works, he works um, on Wall Street. He's no fun. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit about the weather. He's, he's just looking at the stock market. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and I. 
Probably my favorite part. If I was to watch, I know Billy, you, we used to watch it with our parents every year. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. If we woke up early enough um, or we would watch mm-hmm. the replay of it later in the afternoon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I obviously was always the, the Broadway productions uh, were always my favorite part. I think that's great. I wonder when they first started, when they put that in and uh, don't the Rockettes perform usually? Maybe I'm making that up. Oh, yeah. I, I wonder. Yeah, I think they they must. It's weird that I, I don't have like an instant like impulse. To like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I think that that also might be just the the Christmas that uh, the Christmas show. The, yeah. What's it? Yeah. What's Radio City Music Hall? You might yeah, be, yeah, yeah. Might, it might just be, it might be that. But I, I wonder uh, when Broadway started, because yeah. I, I have a memory of like when, when Seussical was new. And it was just mm. like, all right, and now no Musical. more balloons. We're going to cut to the, the, the cast of Seussical doing dances on the street, <laughs> lip syncing to their own voices. Here we go. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's wild. And heard, you, uh, yeah. Uh, I also thought about, I just, I don't know why I have this thought, but when you first said the parade, I, uh, uh, there's a, a part of Kumail Nanjiani's stand-up. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you ever talked about this? Where he talks about when he was a kid and he first immigrated from Pakistan. Like the third day he was in New York, his uncle took him to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> and he oh was like, God. he was like, wow, this is America every day. And he's just like, every, <laughs> every day in America since then has been a disappointment. Because his childhood brain was just like, this is what America is like. And I love that. Oh, just like there's a Macy's Day Parade every single day. Right. That's, what a fantastic man. experience. Oh my God. Right? I love that. Oh my God. That should be the first big event when you move to America. Oh, I think that's the greatest right. way to be introduced to this country. Where yeah. it's just, here's a bunch of things all thrown on one street and mm-hmm. consume it. You'll love it. Um, yeah. I I do like the. I When you first said it, I thought we were talking about the Rose Bowl because that's not the Rose Bowl. The, the is Rose that what it's called? The Rose Bowl Parade. I mean, yes, because mm-hmm. I always loved that parade because I thought it was very pretty. All the that's flowers. Pas- that's Pasadena, Dagny. Oh, okay. Oh. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because uh, because so whatever. I, they do, have, I do love that parade yeah. as well. Is it same? To, do they have balloons? Do they have all the all they, the all the same accoutrement? No. So the rose the rose <laughs> parade. Everything balloons. everything is made out of plants and flowers. And oh, they, gotcha. Yeah, okay. they'll even I've do like animatronic floats that move. Um, yeah, cool cool in its own way. Yeah. So in uh, January 2020, I was working in Pasadena and Mm. got to see all the road closures for the Rose Parade. And then lucky me, I had the day of the parade off, which is New Year's Day. But I had the day off. I didn't have to deal with it. But yeah, the whole city shuts down. And that's what I remember. So our parents lived in Los Angeles in the 80s. And when they Mm. were going to when they were going to move to Texas, they told us once that they were like, so we we made a list of like things we had never done in LA that we wanted to do before leaving. And so they went to the Rose Bowl parade in person that year. And they only really only talk about how horrible it was. Like, <laughs> yeah. like shoving through pe- people who camped for days and then they were like pushed to the back and then they like waited, they waited for hours and hours in the cold for like a yeah. shitty, a, like shitty view. And that's what I think about, like if I like imagining Pasadena which is nowhere near downtown Los Angeles, shutting down mm-hmm. for a parade. Like this Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade must be like a huge annoyance for everyone who's not attending in the city. But oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like, I, I think I've, I've known, you know, like I've had friends that go the night before to like watch the, the balloons get like get blown up. That's a whole oh, cool. like, thing in itself. Oh, that sounds but cool. They, the, 
But the thing is, like, you'd think that, like, especially a, a person like me would definitely think like, oh, man, that's great. I, that's And then all their stories are just like, it's it sucks. It's like you can barely <laughs> see the balloons. It's so cold. Uh, and, and like everybody has the same idea. So you're just in, in there with a, a bunch of crowd, like a crowd of gawking tourists. And it's like, oh, dang, oh, I'm going to shatter my uh, shatter my rosy illusion. <laughs> well, is uh, is New York is New York in late November not fun is that (laughs) (laughs) i've heard the weather's beautiful that time of year (laughs) see what's so funny is i still i do miss it i feel like being out here for the Mm -hmm. first time during the during the winter i was just like it was driving me out of my mind it's seeing people put like christmas decorations up while they're in shorts (laughs) and i was just like this feels so (laughs) like it feels so wrong to me you know so i do like even like hearing of it like recounting the their shitty their shitty time doing that i would i'm just like i would do that in a heartbeat like yeah. at, you know, I would, I would leave this podcast right now and walk through the door. <laughs> and if it was there, I would spend the whole. <laughs> that's, that's fair enough. That's, yeah, LA with not having <laughs> to talk about the weather, how thrilling that is. <laughs> um, uh, the fact that we don't have seasons, I've always cherished that until last year. I think Billy, we pretty much went to Disneyland almost every December, generally. Mm-hmm. Which is nice because they have the fake snow. I know. <laughs> I'm rich. I'm just kidding. No, uh, Dagny's birthday we, is in we December. We usually had connections to get in. Like, Honestly, I think I paid yeah, to get in this once. Is, <laughs> this is this is one of the benefits, even though it, even though it was like I drove so much. When I first moved to California, I lived in Orange County for three years. And by the mm-hmm. time I left, I had seven friends who worked at Disneyland. And I went to Whoa. Disneyland for free so many times. And like, oh, thank man. you to everyone who did that. Everyone who signed yes. me in. Everyone who got me the hookups. I uh, the first time I ever went to Disneyland after moving to, to California, I went at like six p.m. and was there for like four hours. It was yeah. wild. <laughs> Did not pay a cent. It was amazing. That's um, but, but basically, it was. I always loved going because they have fake snow, and for a good maybe hour at the end of the day when there's fake snow and you're watching the like light show on the castle and also like, oh, and also california Christmas. yeah it's <laughs> california is a nice brisk 52 degrees you know just freezing yeah. <laughs> just like layers of just got to keep warm to stay safe you know 52 and freezing i'm nice a nice denim jacket and light scarf <laughs> I got to wear a t-shirt and a crew neck. Yes. <laughs> um, actually, speaking of parades, since I circled to Disneyland really quick, I mm-hmm. think the greatest parade, I hope that they bring back to America at some point. Billy, the first time I ever went to Disneyland, when you surprised me, the yes. is it the electric light parade? What is no, it called? No, so it was, the, it was the reboot of the electric light parade called the Paint the Night Parade. And honestly- yes. Um, sorry to any weird Disney adults listening to this show, but the Paint the Night Parade <laughs> is uh, so much better than the Electric Light Parade. Um, just saying. Uh, it was exceptional. It was insane. It was everything lit up. Every inch of every float lit up in a way that I did not expect. They used like the most modern technology. That's yeah. also the parade where they were selling, you could buy Disney ears that lit up different colors and they came with a light up paintbrush. And you could like mm-hmm. turn your paintbrush green. And then when you passed other people wearing those ears in the park, you could point your brush at them and turn their ears green. 
and they could have like a pink brush and they would turn your ears pink and so during the parade the kids are like shooting lights back and forth across the the parade route at each other and all the the ears are changing color it was a very cool every once in a while disney awesome. really knocks it out of the park with like real words. now hold on a minute you yeah. you say you say you were you went here and that happened uh why aren't you wearing those right now why don't oh, i see them oh, in oh, the no, background no, no, no. Uh, displayed I, I knew how the ears worked i did not have like the 45 dollars to buy the ears oh you had to they buy were them? expensive oh, man. Yeah. yeah so right. yeah 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 no i i already Never got mind. into disneyland for free <laughs> you think i'm gonna pay 45 dollars for ears no thank you i gotta go find i gotta go find someplace under construction so i can smoke this joint joint i stuck in without getting caught we only did that once we did the that. happiest place on earth <laughs> yeah, so happiest place um well yeah before star wars land opened there was that tunnel that was gonna lead to star wars land but it wasn't built yet so it was closed and uh uh do you think he'll get mad? And I uh, snuck a joint in and went and smoked in that tunnel. And then we, and then we went and rode Splash Mountain, uh, and it was like thirty degrees, and we were high. It was bad. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time. Had a great time. When you said, uh, "Is he going to be mad?" I thought you were talking about Walt Disney. Right. <laughs> Is he going to be mad that I smoked weed on He's just, his just lot? Like me and passing a joint back and forth, and the ghost of Walt Disney just arms crossed, shaking his head, just very disappointed. He's- He's Say rolling no in his cryogenic kids. chamber. <laughs> um, well, to go back to Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, um, mm. is there, I maybe there is, but is there a group of people somewhere that are actively against the parade? Or is it just <laughs> like they riot outside and they're like, no parade today. Um, no, I. or is it just you think it should be more celebrated? Like I think it, I think it permeates uh, the <laughs> iciest of cold hearts. <laughs> That's what I think. Because <laughs> yeah, I think I think we would have heard about it if there was if there was. I mean, I do know. I think there are people who feel that it's irresponsible because there. I guess there is a uh, a helium shortage, like in, oh, no. on on Earth. Oh, I like, didn't know that. Earth only has like a finite amount of uh, of helium, and mm. obviously the bulk of it goes to this uh this helium wasting parade each and every each and every i would argue it's not wasteful i think it's worth it right yeah we're gonna have the helium let's use it until it's right yeah we've got other gases that's so selfish of you what about the worldwide blimp market all right how are we gonna travel I'm going to get canceled for saying that. We'll just fill it up (laughs) with whatever the Hindenburg had. That's sure it'll be fine. Hydrogen. It'll be fine. No smoking. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I think that's the only, that's the only thing. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, other than that, I think, I think when you, when you see a, when you see a giant Pikachu coming at you, 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 you can't help but smile. You put down your, your picket sign that says, (laughs) that says not my parade. (laughs) (laughs) And you say to yourself, Yes. My parade. <laughs> yes, that's what. Oh, that's good. I I do like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. We did watch it every year. I just I I don't think it ever spoke to me as much as it seems to have spoken to you. No. <laughs> um, but I'm yeah, I'm glad I, I that didn't there's. Cho- I didn't choose this life. It chose me. <laughs> we need more people that are as passionate about parades uh, in the world because they are just they're just joyful and yeah. we need that in the world. We need just silly mindless fun sometimes mm-hmm. and you're like doesn't okay, cost anything no except for helium yep. um <laughs> yeah 
That's true. Yeah. So I have That's a great. I have Here's a couple fun trivia facts that I did. Okay. I did a little a little preliminary Wikipedia ing. Ooh, a little so, sleuthing. <laughs> um, over one million people lined the parade route in 1933. That's the ninth parade. So already it was huge in New York. That's yeah, that's so many people. A lot, right? <laughs> Just for nineteen thirty-three. Holy shit. Well, like the um, population of New York at the right? time. Because <laughs> what are you right now? Sixteen million is New York, or is it twenty because I know LA proper is like fourteen million. And I always I always add like two million and then go, that's New York, but I never look it up. I just am like <laughs> a little bit more than LA. Um the first Mickey Mouse balloon was nineteen thirty-four. Mm-hmm. The parade oh, was actually nice. broadcast on the radio from nineteen thirty-two to nineteen forty-one. And then oh, the that's what- so the radio that's Could you like, imagine a radio like, parade it's such a it's so shitty just right. be like ah here comes mickey mouse around the corner he's just big and picture inflated. it you'll have to just p- take our word for it here comes a here comes a giant fish because <laughs> we don't because there's only so many cartoon characters at this point in history <laughs> here comes our third betty boop balloon of the day yeah. <laughs> her head is enormous and her hips are shaking oh don't think about it too hard lads you're gonna go home and hit your wife all right. That's ba, ba, boom. <laughs> so there was no parade from 1942 to 1944 because of the World War. Oh. Um, and actually because rubber Wait, and helium which was war? Yeah, the the World War. <laughs> Not a second one in this economy. <laughs> um, but uh, rubber and helium was needed for the war effort. So the government was like no Ooh. parade, no Pikachu's this year. I wonder what helium was needed for in the war. To disguise your voice, probably. To disguise your voice, that's hilarious. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, flammable zeppelins. Yeah. Um, uh, and then um, the parade was featured in Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, the film, mm-hmm. um, right. and that's the filmed footage of the nineteen forty six parade. And then from nineteen forty eight on, it has been televised. Holy cow! Um, wow, and then that's the a last lot of parades. The last dumb trivia I wanted uh, is the twenty eight. Parade was the coldest to date. It was 19 degrees. Holy shit! Could you know people were still out there? You do, right? You know, they were just 18 degrees. I gotta see the inflatable Snoopy. I swear. Yeah, the warmest parade was 1933, it was 69 (laughs) degrees, which actually that's weird. (laughs) Yeah, way too hot. Yeah, Yeah, interesting. That's gross. Nice. Um, and, in, and in 2018, <laughs> one of the Broadway shows featured was Prom, and the two lead actresses mm-hmm. kissed, which had the first ever same-sex kiss at the Macy's Day Parade, was the 2018 Parade. Very nice. And now I they remember... make sure to have one every year. Yeah, every every actually <laughs> stop, actually. Every turn we got a same-sex parade. Did you, did you see um, SNL's sketch about the Pride song? No, it's fairly it's recent. No. It's, I didn't even watch. Someone recommended it to me, but there's there's a whole song about modern pride, and there's a whole joke where it's like it's like shut up, Karen. You work for Deutsche Bank, and then later <laughs> they're like on a float at the New York Pride Parade, and they go, "Oh wait, are we on the Deutsche Bank Pride float? God damn it!" <laughs> and it's just it's like they've got to say everyone's into same sex kissing now, even uh <laughs> even foreign banks that tried to overturn democracy. <laughs> shout out Deutsche Bank. <laughs> Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod, Deutsche Bank. Sponsor us. Uh, And to all the Russian operatives listening, uh, what's up? Do you guys still call yourselves Cozy Bear? That's cool. Um, Hey, a listener's a listener. They can, if they're in, every number counts. Here's Dagny is full on pro collusion if it means we get more listeners. Yep, that's all I care about. Your morals don't give a shit. Listeners. 
That's all I want. Fans. Uh, well, Joe, uh, before we wrap up on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, do you have sure. any more any more things you want to share with us yeah. about your experience? Any fun any fun tidbits? Oh, I mean, I remember. Uh, I I I do remember watching one, and like uh, I think they I, I forget what Cartoon Network show on the float, but they rickrolled the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, <laughs> which I feel like is is again it's in the spirit of what I'm talking about because that's so lame, but it's also like almost Andy Kaufman esque of like we're gonna do we're gonna yes. do this big experimental thing. I don't know, and that uh, I guess that kind of crosses my mind. Uh, that's really funny though i just i like the idea that cartoon network was like this will get right (laughs) i remember Um, sorry now i'm suddenly remembering this yes please gosh rickroll was so big for six months in a way that i think no one remembers i don't think anyone remembers (laughs) except it's still i get every every couple weeks on tiktok there will be a rickroll and i'll be like oh my god it's never gonna die they got you they get yeah they get me every time those young whippersnappers but also (laughs) gen z's have caught on (laughs) if i get rickrolled i'm fully into it like i full i'm just like ah you guys (laughs) right at this at this point it's like it's like slipping on a banana peeler something it's like you can't get mad about it because it's just like that's on me that's on me i've known about yeah. this it's for, a it's like old vaudeville long. it's a culturally <laughs> <Yes>. relevant <laughs> comedic point right oh, that's so that's funny good. anyway and it's yeah it's just holding it's in the spirit of what a beautiful thing the the parade is you know a beautiful corny stupid wonderful thing <laughs> is yes. the parade at the end of ferris bueller's day off is that the macy's thanksgiving day parade or is it just a generic that's, parade that's oh. chicago yes yeah, it's, it's oh, it's an, oh it's a chicago i don't and know I, my yeah. and i, I think the joke there is just like up. chicago's always got a parade like chicago's always like an excuse <laughs> to get drunk in public here we go <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, this was perfect, Joe. I'm glad Rachel oh, gave goodness. you the, the green light to bring this in. Because, yeah, yeah I, we've recently, we love talking about movies, but we have had a lot of movies on the podcast. And right. so when people bring in something that's not a movie, we're always very, very excited and refreshed. <laughs> Any future guests, if you're listening to this, you can bring in a movie. We're not going to turn yeah. you away. But, but like now don't had... bring any more don't bring any more um, yearly traditions because yeah. I got that covered. <laughs> Joe brought in the annual topic and that's it. Yeah. No one else can do. <laughs> um, yeah, that oh man, that was so perfect, and I could have never guessed that <laughs> that's what you were going to oh. bring in. Was I I do want to say real quick that they they more keep trivia? yeah just the last one because I just glanced at this and this is really funny. So they they change the route every couple of years. It doesn't go down Broadway anymore. Ooh, blah, blah, blah. To keep it spicy. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they want it to go down wide streets so they can get a lot of viewers. And one thing that happens now is is it goes through Columbus Circle. Oh, but, be, but because Columbus Circle is flat, it usually has higher wind rate winds. So there are no spectators at Columbus Circle. And the balloon teams race through it to try and get through it without losing <laughs> the oh, balloons <laughs> and get to the rest of the parade. And I think that's so funny. They're oh. like, yes, it's Snoopy. Go, 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 go. <laughs> That's so funny. They have to hold it up. And the other thing is that they um they uh they release the balloons at the at the end of it once the cameras go off. They just wait, release wait, them into what? What? Just I'm into the air? I was uh, I was about to lose <laughs> my mind. You. I was like, there's I was like gonna Google footage. I was like, no. no. no Are there forty Snoopy balloons yeah. in space just, just orbiting in, them? <laughs> either that or at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh! But before we move on to <laughs> what a really pitch. Funny. 
the do you guys know about um the Cleveland Balloon Fest of 1986? No. No, but it's music to my ears. Okay, so <laughs> everyone listening, listen to this. So the Balloon Fest 1986 was where a local chapter of the United Way of the United Way was going to set a world record by releasing almost one and a half million balloons at a single time. And <laughs> like small and balloons, you, like handheld like, or like balloons at like a birthday party. And, okay. Oh, gotcha. Um, so this is a black and white photo. I wish I had a color. Oh yeah. So this just looks insane. This is a real photograph. I'm sorry <laughs> to like everyone. It's like a mushroom cloud. Yeah. Like, sorry to everyone listening at home. But it's one of my favorite things because because it was a world record oh. attempt. There's tons of footage of it. You can find it. And it is genuinely spectacular to watch. Like they have footage of like yeah. the net underneath when you're like when they're like setting up and you can see the net. And then wow. when they let it go. But the environmental fallout oh. of this event was catastrophic. And they've oh. never done anything like it again. Like birds choking to death. Just like birds <laughs> falling to the ground dead days later. I mean, later. I, can picture, I can picture just entire species going extinct for this, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. For this spectacle. Um, it is, it oh is insane. God. But please watch the Cleveland Balloon Fest because it is, it is spectacular, but it was a huge mistake. Yeah. It was... We got to make it worth it. We got to make it worth it with those views and clicks. Yeah. All yeah. those views. <laughs> Um, uh, this is a black and white photo. Sorry to everyone listening, but just just check it out. Here's a black and white photo just to show you how unbelievable oh my insane. God. It looks yeah. like a sculpture or like the blob. It yeah. looks like a, yeah, it looks a little wow. like a horror movie. I mean, that's that's oh, easily man. twenty stories of balloons so dense you can't see through them. That is what that is. But Holy it's uh, shit. yeah, you can watch some mini documentaries. And the the best thing about all the the footage and all the documentaries is when they release the balloons, everyone involved is so happy because they pulled it off. <laughs> And as yes. it gets worse and worse, you start to realize all of the organizers and even like the reporters are like, we came here to like have a lighthearted news story, but now I think I'm at the at ground zero of a catastrophe. Right. They had to like close airspace. They had to like cancel flights. It's amazing. Oh. The 1980s, baby. All right. Check out the Cleveland Balloon Fest. Okay. That's so funny. <laughs> so Joe, we've reached the point in the show where we like to play a game called What a Pitch. And what a pitch yeah. is a game where our guest uh, asks Dagny and I to pitch them a project. Uh, we have 30 seconds to pitch them. It could be anything they want. And then uh, they pick a winner. So, uh, Joe, if you think you've got your, do you think you're good to go? Yes. Cool. Dagny, who, I who think. Who goes first? <laughs> I think you go first. Because okay. we did the Shakespeare one. I did Othello. And then yes, I listened you to your first. Nickelback. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I'm going to take my headphones off. Actually, okay. I'm going to keep my headphones on. I'm just going to turn down my volume and then just wave when you need me to come back. And at this okay. point on, I can hear fuck all. I can hear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Joe, do you have your thing for me to pitch you? Yes, I do. Okay, so I was thinking I was thinking about it when you, when you told me about this. And I was something I've noticed about current pop culture trends is we've got We've got uh, we've got Adam Sandler going dramatic in Uncut Gems. We've got Bob Odenkirk in Nobody. Nobody, like, yeah. Uh, Queen Latifah doing doing uh, like in in uh, action universe. What I want, thinking about all those comedy luminaries going uh, doing their prestige turn. I want I want you to pitch me one of my uh, one of my comedy heroes. Mm -hmm. I want you to pitch me their Uncut Gems. I want. Right now, I want Donald Duck's uncut gems. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. All right. So let me think about uncut gems. Okay. So obviously, we're going to be stressed the whole time. It's going to yeah. be the highest stakes possible. Donald Duck is trying to, I'm going to say, trying to rob a museum. So he's trying to break into the Smithsonian. No, the Louvre. And he's trying to steal the Mona Lisa. 
Um, so it's somewhat of a heist movie and we got to be okay. high stakes the whole time. There's going to be villains that are trying to kill him. Uh, somebody uh, kidnaps okay. um, uh, uh, the uh, his girlfriend. What is her name? <laughs> Daphne. Daisy Duck. Daisy Duck. <laughs> so, he kid- so that's a side plot. He has to go try okay. and save her while also still trying to finish his mission of stealing the Mona Lisa. Uh, and gotcha. then at the end, um, he's going to die. <laughs> He dies at the end. Okay. He dies at the end. How does he, how does he die? How does how does Donald um, Duck die? It's gonna be Mickey comes to save the day, and he's like, okay. "You were my friend," and then he has to kill him because he has turned into this crime lord. Gotcha. Wow, Mickey Mouse, good get. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good cameo. He's the hero. He's the hero of the movie. <laughs> Although we are in a way rooting for Donald Duck. <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. All right. Really. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm back. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, we'll talk um, after. That was great. Yep. That was great. <laughs> that was um, high stakes. I was stressed. <laughs> that's, that's that's the idea. <laughs> yep. Um, all um, right. So, if you want to pitch it to Billy, sure. I won't give the. I feel like I don't. Listeners don't want to hear me do the entire big spiel that I just gave, but I'll just give you the bullet points. Yeah. Um, I've noticed. I've noticed lots of uh, comedy people doing their huge dramatic uh, turns. Okay. And I was thinking about uh, comedy uh, heroes of mine and what that might look like. So I want you to pitch me Donald Duck's uncut gems. <laughs> okay. Shit, I'm like lost. I'm at a. You know what? It's gonna be slightly like a like a biopic. Like there was that movie called Comedy, Ooh. which was about a stand up comedian like going on tour in the desert and it like wasn't funny. It's gonna be that. Yeah. It's gonna be about Donald Duck trying to have a career. Uh, outside of Mickey Mouse, in comedy, in entertainment, setting up a sitcom, but everything is a dead end. He, No one likes the pilot he wrote. No one likes the short film he made on a micro budget. Um, his stand-up special, no one's buying it. He's going from club to club, <laughs> working on his set, but it's just not funny. Um, or maybe people just can't understand him. He goes, I was going to do a Donald Duck voice, but I don't think I can. Like, Please do it. It'll really help the pitch. I was that was terrifying but you know what's the deal with airline food uh at one point uh, maybe he he's extremely racist or homophobic because he thinks shock comedy will work but instead he just gets canceled uh for donald duck and that's my pitch <laughs> that's pretty great it wow. sounds really sad it's like but, a, yeah. it's like that joaquin phoenix movie where he plays himself Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm I not there. I wish you. Yeah, you know there, exactly yeah. what it is. That title. <laughs> wow, Donald. Oh man, that's yeah, hilarious. That's good. that's good. Yours can be called. Yours can be called Quack the Line. Quack the Line. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's really good, man. Billy, have uh, you seen Uncut Gems? Nope. That's what I, I had a feeling. <laughs> I know. I know about it. I've seen like where he's like holding the jewel like this. Um, <laughs> But there was a lot of things happening when that movie came out and it just slipped right by. Yeah. Well, if you ever want to be very, very stressed for two and a half hours or two hours, however long, it's it's a good watch. I, I think recommend. at this point, if I, I think if I'll just watch it angry, he wasn't nominated for an Oscar as I'm watching it at this point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, pretty much. But hey, don't we have his, uh, he said if he didn't get nominated for an Oscar, he was going to make the worst movie he'd ever made. And isn't he actually like going through with that? I think there's... There's a hot rumor oh. he's like actively trying to make a really horrible movie as revenge for not getting an Oscar. Whoa. <laughs> I hope so. I do too. Genius. Um, I love that guy. Well, Joe, you actually have to pick a winner. Um, Ooh, so oh which gosh. movie or biopic would you rather watch? 
I mean, I want would want obviously want to watch both of these movies just because <laughs> you know Donald Duck is due for his dramatic turn, and if he, he could not, both of these would uh, would be Oscar bait. But I think the fact that Billy went with some with you know subject matter that's close to my heart, stand up comedy, the pursuit um, of fame, and what that entails, uh, I think I got to go with Billy's. I got to I will yeah I, I it's sold. Let's, That's let's, fair. Let's, yes. Let's, let's camera action. Let's let's make this movie. Hell yeah! <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> wow. Congratulations, um, thank you. Billy. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Donald well Donald Duck. I'll be reaching out. My people will call your people. <laughs> I know the the reboot of Ducktales has just ended, so he's probably got some free time. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the reboot of Ducktales was great, by the way. Everyone check it out. Um, but thanks. Thanks, Joe. Of course. No, wow. I really do want to see that movie. <laughs> Both movies. I feel bad. You shouldn't make your guests choose between. <laughs> I know. I know. Especially on Father's before. Day. On Father's Day. I have to Day. choose between Father's siblings. Day. I can't do that. <laughs> um, no, we've had ties before. But Billy, I think I do think yours, uh, your pitch was a more cohesive thought. When you listen back, you'll hear All right. mine. All right. I'll um, get on it. I'll yeah. text you about it. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, well, Joe, is there anything you would like to promote? Um, I know we just kind of I mean, threw that at you before we leave. Yeah, oh. where I've uh, it's just just social media. Joe Rumrell, hooray on uh, Instagram. Uh, I'm on Twitter, uh, and uh, uh, I'm even on Letterboxd. You guys on Letterboxd? Whoa. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, Dagny, you're on. I'm gonna. I gotta follow you. <laughs> I keep meaning to make one because uh, all oh, of gotcha. my friends have Letterbox, and I, I think I, it'll make me watch more movies. Honestly, so yeah. I should download well, that, it. That's but what it's I love done it. to me too. <laughs> yeah, I've it's seen. Like, it's, yeah, it's monetized it to me. It's like, oh, I get to make mm-hmm. like a funny joke about this uh, movie. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, uh, a lot of what? my friends have a lot of fun with it. Joe Rumble so. on there. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sure they're very funny yeah it's basically just what like is. other people's like reviews but they're funny and it's kind of yeah. like you're tweeting about the movie but yeah yeah it's it's good it's a really good app billy oh, you cool. should definitely get it all right so cool. yeah that's my plug i want I'm plugging the app letterboxd uh, <laughs> and, and also lego masters you gotta watch it <laughs> yes yes everybody watch lego masters will arnett I think is just, they said, have fun. And I think that is yeah. his only direction. Also, yeah, what a dream job to just like, yeah, go around and riff on, on like, you know, uh, I, I use this term lovingly, these dorks. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, They're all big, big old nerds for like, yeah. And he has to stay there the whole time they do, right? So he's up for like 24 hours as well. Wow, that's a good point. I didn't even I'm not ever sure. think of that. <laughs> I think he he probably gets some breaks, but he definitely okay, yeah. is there for a lot of it. My favorite was in season one. Um, uh, what's her face from Crazy Ex Girlfriend? What is her name? Uh, Rachel Bloom. She was a guest, um, and she stayed for half the episode, and then she didn't help with the judging at the end. <laughs> she like had a cameo, and she was like, and good luck, everybody, and <laughs> leaves because it was like a amazing. fourteen hour build or something. And well, there's there's yeah, that uh, great. there's that one episode in season one of Nailed It where the comedian they have as the guest clearly didn't realize it was going to be like a real TV show. I don't know what he was thinking it was going to be like. <laughs> and and as they're in the last round, he, round he looks at Nicole Byer and he's like, "I have to go pick my kid up from school, but I can be back. I can make it." And she's like, "Really?" <laughs> and he leaves set and comes back, and it's and it's clearly like Netflix low budget insanity. It's hilarious. Wow. <laughs> 
I love that. That's something to strive for all right? of us to, to just have that, just mm-hmm. just have that ability. Just like, yeah, when I'm going to come in, I'm going to taste weird. <laughs> I guess at the, at the point that we would be hired to do it, it's like, we'll taste these weird muffins or something. Yes. Like, so I can't, they're running out of things to like make uh, these <laughs> they really are. shows on. They're, yeah. uh, but Nailed It is great, man. Muffin. I think next top trail I, mix or something. Oh, yeah. Oh any, any quirky competition shows I am on board for. Uh, something yeah. that I will probably talk about in a later episode, just because I've only watched one episode of this so far, is Holy Moly, which is an extreme mini golf TV show. Oh, my God. Um, Rachel and I watched two episodes of that. <laughs> I watched the first episode today. The first hole, they set a guy on fire and he yeah. has to try and hit they're a mini golf ball. They're electrocuting yeah. people in one. It's like, oh my if they God. miss Great. every putt that they miss, they get electrocuted. Yeah. They have to, like, zip line across water and jump onto a thing. It was... Yeah. I'll talk it's more about it, this. Cro- but... It's nailed it crossed with jackass. And yes. it's like, this is or, like, this is something I want to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just wild. So any quirky, yeah. weird competition show, I, I'll watch it all day. But Jeez. yeah, Lego Masters is the the peak of that. <gasps> And do you like do you like how I secretly turned your last segment into your first segment? <laughs> it's great. It's, yes. it's this, like... this episode's a palindrome. <laughs> yeah, full circle. <laughs> like a parade. It's... It's kind of beautiful. Much like a parade. Ah. parade. We took a journey. And now here's Santa Claus. (laughs) Welcome, Santa. Oh, man. Well, I think that's it for this episode. What a wonderful time. Joe, you were a fantastic guest. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. I had an absolutely uh, fantastic time. Yes. And everybody... Check out the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah, coming to you in a few months. This yep. Check your local listings. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Well, this has been Poptimist. If you would like to reach out to us, we have an email, and that is poptimistpod at gmail.com. Also, if you like this episode, listen to other episodes, and also review, subscribe, rate, comment, all those good things. Uh, it's the easiest way for us to get more listeners. Uh, we've had a really good amount, which is awesome. So thank you all for listening and tell your friends. Um, but other than that, like I said, this has been Poptimist. That's my co-host, Billy, over there. Say your name. It's me. I'm Billy. Hello. Thank you. And I've been Dagny. And everybody, say goodbye. Bye. Farewell. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.